Hey everyone, do you love movies? Do you like betting? If you do, then Box Office Bets is the podcast for you. With Tom Cunningham and myself, Brian Ortega, we'll guide you through Oscar season with our breakdown of each Oscar contender and give you our projections based on what the betting market is saying about each Oscar race. Make sure to check us out every week as we focus on a specific movie and break down its best chances to win right here on Box Office Bets. Hey everybody, welcome to Concierge Confidential. This is Brian Ortega, your host, and this is part two of this week's two-episode week where we talked about the best views in Vegas, and the reason we kind of gave you that one first was to lead into this episode, which is the New Year's Eve planning special for Las Vegas. So, in this episode, I'm going to be explaining the best places to view the fireworks, because most likely there will be fireworks, unless it's raining, you know, a lot. But for the most part, we are planning on having fireworks here in Las Vegas, and also some of the places that you can pay to actually view the fireworks from either up high or with premium viewing areas here in town. So, this is the New Year's Eve planning episode here on Concierge Confidential. All right, everybody, hopefully you're having a good day and uh, leading into the new year. So this episode's coming out on Friday, uh, the day before New Year's Eve. And I really want to just put this out for anybody who's traveling and wanted a quick sort of run through of things that you can do on the strip, uh, especially things that you can pay for if you wanted to get premium viewing or make your experience just a little bit more special. So a couple of the uh, sort of generic things you should know. Um, the fireworks will be going off of the top of the hotels. Sometimes they're from the, from the parking garages. Sometimes they're from the tops of the hotels, if you will. But more importantly, it's important to know which hotels these are going to be going off of at. So um, I'll go ahead and explain those ones. I'll just run down the list. On the south end of the strip, you're going to have the MGM Grand will be the southernmost fireworks spot. Then you're going to go over to the Aria Hotel, which is going to be a little bit more towards center strip, but not quite all the way there. Then you have the Planet Hollywood, which will be the most center hotel, essentially, shooting off fireworks. Then you're going to have Caesars Palace. The Treasure Island, which is going to be going more towards the north end of the Strip. Then the Venetian, which is essentially across from the Treasure Island. Then you have the Resorts World, which will be celebrating one of its first New Year's Eves. And then we have the Stratosphere, the staple of the fireworks shows here in Las Vegas. Those all go off simultaneously. If you're going to be watching it on TV, it does have music that goes along with it. They also do try to play the music when you're out on the Las Vegas Strip. And those will go off, obviously, at midnight. So hopefully you're able to get a good view for those particular places. A couple of logistical things you should know about traveling anywhere around the Strip, even if you're going to the fireworks or you're just trying to get from one end of the uh, town to the other. Just know that typically the Las Vegas Strip closes at 8 o'clock, so there is no traffic on Las Vegas Boulevard, typically from... Uh, usually Russell Road, which is a little bit past the Welcome to Las Vegas sign, um, all the way down to the uh, the Sahara uh, the Sahara connection. So in between the Sahara and Las Vegas Boulevard intersection, that is usually in the most northernmost part where you will not have any uh, driving traffic. Reason being is that we shut down the strip so people can walk up and down Las Vegas Boulevard where the street is. It's only one of two times during the year that we actually close the strip to vehicle traffic and it's all pedestrian. It's usually when we have the uh, Neon Marathon or the Vegas Marathon. And then we also have uh, Las, Vegas, Las Vegas Boulevard shut down for New Year's Eve. So just know that if you're gonna be driving, typically around 6.30 is when they start shutting down the on and off ramps um, of the I-15, which is sort of the main artery through the resort's corridor 
here in Las Vegas. Typically around 7:30, they start sort of shutting. They start shutting down anybody coming in. They sort of sort of start moving everything out of the street. And then eight o'clock is usually when they want to have it shut down, where people can start walking up and down Las Vegas Boulevard. So, if you're somebody that's going to be traveling, especially on a car. You really want to be in town before that 6.30 deadline. Obviously, it's a little bit of leeway, but you definitely want to be in town right before that time. And usually, the hardest place to get to on the Las Vegas Strip, especially if you're going to be uh, parking and then going to one of these hotels, you certainly don't want to be parked on the west side. So anything on, for example, like the Bellagio or Caesars Palace or Treasure Island, those are really hard places to get in and out of because of their um, their distance to the I-15. You usually want to be parked on the east side of the Strip. So you want to be parking at uh, MGM Grand. Uh, Planet Hollywood somewhat, but even that sort of artery is really tight. Wouldn't recommend parking at Planet Hollywood. But places like, let's just say, uh, the Wynn, the Sahara, those are the hotels that you can kind of get in and out of a little bit easier if you're here on New Year's Eve. What I usually recommend is you park away from the strip. So typically like uh, Town Square is a really good place because they have a lot, a lot of parking spaces. You can find an Uber, a Lyft, a taxi there, and then get yourself driven to the corners of the strip. So places like Mandalay Bay, which have easy in and out routes of their hotel. So uh, personally, um, I have been to New Year's Eve on the Las Vegas trip a couple of times. One of the times I was there to see Maroon 5, which is over at the Mandalay Bay Hotel. And it was, it was easier, but still a little difficult to get an Uber. They did call and then uh, drop the ride a couple of times before we got somebody who would come in, pick us up, and take us away from the strip, essentially. So, and that was one of the easier places. A lot of the places like uh, Cosmopolitan, they can be a little bit tough sometimes. Uh, Bellagio, especially because Bellagio really only has one in and out way of uh, the strip for their parking, their valet. It's all one area. Cool thing about Cosmo is they do have a side street, but their parking garage also gets very, very busy and congested in that particular area. So just keep in mind, you want to be on the west side of the strip if you're planning on driving to Las Vegas Boulevard and driving out of Las Vegas Boulevard all in the same night. Typically, the celebration goes on till about 1, 1.30 for where they actually close the strip. The strip's closed for the most part till the early morning. But where it's really congested and really hard to get around, it goes until about 1.30 in the morning. So usually after you get to around 2, 2.30, it does get a little bit easier to sort of, uh, it sort of alleviates and you're able to get out of that area. So just keep that in mind that those are kind of the difficult ways of getting in and out. And especially if you're going to be trying to cross the I-15, it is extremely difficult after 8 o'clock, even if you're doing the tunnel, which goes underneath the Las Vegas airport and getting on the 215, which is another freeway, a lot of Vegas talk here, to get on the other side, super, super busy. So really you want, it's it's hard to sort of do it now because as you're thinking about it, it's really hard to plan, you know, what where you're going to be at at that time of the day. But if you can, just try not to be crossing or passing Las Vegas Boulevard anytime after seven o'clock, just because it can be really difficult getting to and from anywhere you need to go. So that's sort of the logistical idea or problems that you might run into on New Year's Eve, but this is the fun part. So obviously all the places that I recommended earlier where you can get views of the strip are all gonna have their own packages. They typically range usually from 200 to $500, and that's for just a single ticket. If you're gonna be getting a table, definitely you're gonna see the prices rise all the way up to two, three, $5,000 for a table seating and premium viewing of the fireworks. 
For example, my number one on that list was the uh, Skyfall Lounge. They usually have packages that go from five to $10,000 that range from having a whole dinner. They'll typically include a champagne toast at the end and even alcohol and snacks throughout the entire evening. So just know those would be the range for those ones. So I did do a little bit of uh, research just because if you're listening to this pod, that means that you're going to be listening to it closer to the time that you're going to be here for New Year's. Those packages tend to be taken up earlier in the year, or sorry, earlier in the, yeah, obviously earlier in the year, earlier in the week or earlier in the month on when people are coming to town. But these are going to be some of the places where you can have premium viewing of the Las Vegas fireworks as the night progresses. So first thing I'm going to give it to you is the Budweiser Beer Park. That was one of the places that I said had great views of the strip. I just checked and this was on Thursday. So I'm recording this on Thursday, a couple days before. Um, they do have outdoor seating still available. It's ranging from two, two to six, from two to eight tables worth of people. Sorry. So let me just go over that again. So from two to six people can fit at one table or two to eight people at one table, depending on how big you get. And it ranges from $1,800 to $2,400 for those spaces. So what this includes, this typically includes, it's a food and beverage minimum is typically what you have to spend. Uh, and just know that as we talked about in the nightclub episodes before, it doesn't include the tax. It doesn't include the gratuity into the fact and in, uh, factored into this price. So just keep that in mind. If you're going to be getting a table, especially for this evening, it's not just the base price. You do have to pay tax and gratuity on top of that. Typically, the tax is 8.25 or maybe 8.27 as it's gone up since the days I was a concierge. Uh, the gratuity is typically 20 to 22%. It is not 18. It is not it's usually not 18. It's usually going to be 20 to 22% if you're going to be doing any gratuity or auto grat, as we call it here in the biz. So for the Budweiser Beer Park, great views. It's right next to the planet Hollywood. You're also going to be able to see the fireworks from Caesars Palace. Sometimes they launch a little bit lower from Caesars, but just keep that in mind. But you'll still be able to get a really, really good view of the Planet Hollywood fireworks, which will be right above you to the left, if you're gonna be looking at that. Um, also, I did look up the New York, New York, Brooklyn Bridge. They have what's called the New York, New York uh, Bridge Bash is basically what it's called. Um, I did check, uh, it was around 263, so $263 is what it was going for. And again, it typically includes open bar and then viewing. So from there, you'll be able to see the Aria fireworks, of course, because it'll be to your left. But more, uh, more importantly, you'll be able to see the MGM Grand fireworks will be directly in front of you at the New York, New York, uh, Brooklyn Bridge area. So that's about 263. Right now, they weren't really online available, but just check back in. Sometimes the system goes down, you know, periodically. Just make sure you check in. And then you can see how the tickets work. And of course, you can always go to the concierge to get any of these tickets. So just make sure you check with the concierge at any of these hotels and they'll be able to sell to you. And then obviously, if you've heard the episodes before, you do not have to be staying at that hotel to be able to buy those tickets. You can be a guest of any hotel up and down Las Vegas Boulevard. Okay, and then the next one, which this will probably be the last one I'll cover today, just because just know that these are places that have views of the, of the uh, fireworks. I want to say fountains because that's usually what we have views of all the time. Uh, just know that all of these hotels will have bars that'll be having or hosting parties. Just know that they'll usually have TV on. They'll have music on. They'll do a countdown. You'll always get a usually a champagne toast 
at most of these places usually included in the package. So the packages usually range from $150 to $300 for general admission tickets, depending on you know how exclusive the place is that you're going to. So just keep that in mind as you're going up and down the strip that you can celebrate those any places, you know, anytime. But of course, you don't have to pay for these things. You can always just be hanging out in the casino, count down to, you know, everybody's usually outside. It's usually really cold. Uh, but just know that Mostly everywhere is going to be celebrating New Year's Eve, of course, because it's sort of one of those big, big events, just like in New York, how they have it. So, uh, But the last one that I'm going to recommend, and I'm really surprised I still have tickets, is the Cosmopolitan Ice Rink on top of the Cosmopolitan. So when I say on top, it's usually about the 10th floor. It's like 10th or 15th floor of the hotel. It's a big sort of patio area that also serves as their pool, which is actually covered, and then they have an ice rink on it. And that's going to be premium viewing for the Planet Hollywood fireworks, the MGM Grand fireworks, the Aria fireworks. So really, you're going to get three premium fireworks shows in that particular area. So right now, they still have tickets available. Right now, they're $200 for adults, $100 for uh, kids, or $100 for anybody under the age of 21. Uh, they get complimentary uh, like soft drinks and like hot chocolate or any of those um, non-alcoholic drinks are included in the $100 for the underaged kids. And then you also have the $200 for the adults. That is going to include open bar for that experience. I believe it opens between 8 and 9 is usually when you can start going into that space. And this also does include these skate rentals as they are available. So just keep that in mind. This is actually kind of a really cool thing to sort of grab or snag up if you can still do it. Um, I did sort of a mock sort of buy. Um, it's going to be $461 with tax for two people. So just keep that in mind if you're coming to town and you want a, like sort of a last minute place to watch the fireworks. Uh, that would be a really great option, especially if you're staying on the strip and you don't have to worry about parking. I would highly recommend the Cosmopolitan Ice Rink as your place to watch the fireworks on New Year's Eve. So let's actually kind of go uh, switch gears here and go into some of the free places you can watch. Obviously, Las Vegas Boulevard anywhere on the strip. You can usually see one fireworks show, but if you wanted to know my strategy to actually seeing the fireworks, you need to get out into the strip, usually about 11.30. So usually about 11.30, 11.15, maybe 11. I know it can be really cold outside. You got to get out there because you kind of have to jockey for your spot on the Las Vegas Strip. So for this particular fireworks show, because they change every year, I would highly recommend getting really in front of the Aria Hotel. So in front of the Aria, there's usually a big, big space, sort of empty, away from the palm trees that you can still view all the fireworks. But from there, you're able to see the Aria fireworks. You'll see the Planet Hollywood fireworks. You'll also see the MGM Grand fireworks. And you'll be able to sort of have a sort of 360 view of all of those. Um, the one place you do not want to be in front of, you do not want to be in front of the Mandalay Bay, Luxor, or um, somewhat the Excalibur. It's not bad, but you'll still be able to get a view of the fireworks of MGM Grand and most likely the Aria just because you're far enough away that you'll be able to see the Aria fireworks as well. Uh, but really, you want to be somewhere from like the Aria down to, I would say, like the Bellagio. That's a really good sort of uh, section. Uh, but just know once you get closer to the middle of the strip, so Bellagio, Planet Hollywood, that you do start getting a lot of the pedestrian uh, walkways. So then you have to worry about that as well. Uh, just know that most people will not be allowed on the walkways, the walkways that connect the hotels during the fireworks show. Um, usually they just don't want as many people sort of in that congested area. 
And I would not recommend being on those bridges. Not because they're structurally unsound, just because it's a sort of it's supposed to be a walkway where people can get to and from. So typically those will be uh, blocked off or limited to walk through traffic, obviously. So um, I don't give the north end of the strip a lot of love, but really if you're looking at it, you have Treasure Island, Venetian, Resorts World, Strat. I would recommend getting on the corner of Spring Mountain and Las Vegas Boulevard, which is the intersection where it's Treasure Island, Venetian, and the Fashion Show Mall, as well as the Wynn. And from there, you get a pretty good view of the Treasure Island fireworks, the Venetian fireworks, and you'll also be able to get a view of the Stratosphere fireworks as well. Typically, the Stratosphere fireworks you can see from anywhere, as long as you are from, let's just say, Caesar's Palace or the Mirage North. Just because, uh, if you don't know, the Strip does kind of turn a little bit. So if you're anywhere further down, like let's just say Bellagio, uh, you're not going to be able to see the Stratosphere fireworks contrary to popular belief because obviously big buildings around so uh but those are really good places to watch the fireworks uh downtown they will have a fireworks show as well at the plaza which is sort of historically the place they always have the fireworks for downtown uh so if you're going to be over at the circa hotel seeing it from up above the legacy lounge will be the best viewing area for the plaza fireworks of course because it actually overlooks the plaza uh pretty towering up it's i believe 66 floors or something really really high um, they also do do a fireworks show on Fremont Street, which if you're into that, that's cool. Just know if you are a person who gets uh, claustrophobia or claustrophobic really easy, I would not recommend Fremont Street. Fremont Street is a madhouse. It gets so, so busy, which if you're into that, cool. I personally get kind of claustrophobic with that many people around, um, and I would not recommend Fremont Street. But if that's your thing, totally fine. But just know that they do have a toast. It's usually the mayor out there. She usually has her husband, Oscar Goodman, toast the crowd with his Bombay Sapphire Martini, no free ads, but that is sort of their thing. It's usually a showgirls up there just, you know, toasting to the city of Las Vegas. So uh, they do have cool things downtown. It just gets a little bit busy for me personally. But again, places that I'd recommend, corner of Harmon and Las Vegas Boulevard, which is right across from Cosmopolitan and the Planet Hollywood. I would also recommend the um, center of Las Vegas Boulevard across from the Aria Hotel. And then I would also recommend hanging out at the corner of Spring Mountain and Las Vegas Boulevard, which is right across from Treasure Island, Venetian, and the uh, Wynn Hotel, which will give you the optimal viewing of the north end of the Strip fireworks. So that was our New Year's Eve special. Hopefully you enjoyed it and hopefully it was instructional. If you're traveling, safe travels. And if you get to Las Vegas, again, try to get on the west side if you're not going to be staying and you're leaving really, really quickly after the fireworks. If not, park wherever you want. Just make sure you're here before 6.30 on New Year's Eve. So from me and everybody who works uh, works with me here at the Concierge Confidential Podcast, enjoy your New Year's and good luck in Vegas.